Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. Our scripture, Revelation chapter 3, from verse 7. Um, two weeks ago, last week, we dwell on the fact that when God opens the door, it's permanent. And of course, when God opens the door, then what becomes of our attitude, as it were? In other words, we're looking at how do we receive when God does something, as it were, and knowing fully well that when we talk of door, and Jesus is the door to everything. Hello? That's why Paul will have us understand in the book of Colossians that in him dwell it all, not some. Everything God, all the fullness of the Godhead dwells in him. So he's the end to a search for God. And it didn't just stop there. He said, and we are complete in him. The same verse. So he's the end to your search for God. And he's the end to all that man can become in God. It's the end. That's why the Bible says again that all things consist in him. Outside him, forget it. So, Revelation chapter 3. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I can see it. I can feel it. I can cut through it. That things are getting better spiritually, emotionally, and even physically. In the name of Jesus. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, verse 7, these things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts. Let us sink. This side of, Africa, of the world, we believe so much in what the devil can do. In fact, we so much believe it in what God can do, in most cases, even among Christians. He who holds the key, who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts. And shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door. And no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet. And to know that I have loved you. Yeah. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world 
to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast to what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from heaven from my God. He who has an ear, let him hear. Glory be to God in the highest. What the Spirit says to the churches. Glory be to God in the highest. So our, our, our word, our theme for the year, which, believe in me, I receive, especially for robes, I received it from the Lord that uh, I hold the key. Um, I mean, I who is holy, who is true, who is uh, hold the key of David. I know your works. That's the word. And the word is, I set before you an open door. See, I set before you an open door which no one can shut. And that's what we're running with, as it were. <clears throat> that's exactly what we're running with. And I thank God for this. And you see, all I've been trying to teach out of these, yes, we're teaching all the principles as we can get there, but it's let us know what we do when we receive the word of God. The problem with our generation is that we get excited with the word, but we don't really get the best out of the word. But I began to look at how this works. I hope you understand that the basis for faith is revelation. Anybody can quote the Bible. Anybody can quote the Bible. Anybody. But the man that has a revelation of what he's saying will hold on to it by faith, and that's where things happen. That's where things happen. Anybody can even study and analyze the Bible. But it's the person that receives it by faith that gets results from it. And that's the basis of what, again, I want to stress this afternoon. I realize that God will always do everything he wants to do on earth through his word. If we're still in doubt, just go to the book of Genesis. But if you think that's Old Testament, that's old. And, and, well, the fact that it's old doesn't make it <laughs> ineffective. And that's the mistake some people make. The fact that it's in Old Testament does not mean that it's not binding anymore. And that's the mistake people make. It is the legalistic aspect of it that we say it's not binding. It's the law aspect of it. You cannot deny the fact that God created the heaven and the earth. It's in the Old Testament. You cannot deny the fact that he created it by his word. It's in the Old Testament and yet in the New Testament. You cannot deny the fact, hello, that God built up to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ all through the Old Testament. You cannot deny most of the prophecies and all the, I mean, most of what we have in the presence and the laws. And Jesus will say to you that when I have come, I have come to fulfill the law, not abrogate, as it were, not wipe it out, but fulfilled it. That is, I have accomplished the demands of the law. So you walk in the accomplished demand of the law. The New Testament is walking in the fulfillment of the law, not because the law is useless, no, it is fulfilled in Christ Jesus. And so our liberty is in Christ Jesus. And that's why the one of them, in fact, not one, the most important statement when it comes to application in Christianity, it is in him. In whom? In Christ. Otherwise, we can't understand the Old Testament saints. But in him, we have we tower high. We are not to be compared anymore with them. 
In fact, we come almost at par with the maker in the New Testament. In him. That's why if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are gone. All things now become new. It's in him. Hello, is somebody here? Blessed all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. And so all through the epistles you find in him, in whom, in Christ, by whom. And that's the basis. And so, it's by his word. And so creation is by his words. Sustenance of creation is by his word. Conclusion of his creation is by his word. And that's why I can appreciate the fact that all things were made by him and without him was nothing made that was made. Because right in the beginning has been the word. Come on. Hebrews chapter 1, sorry, chapter 11 verse 3 said, By faith we understand that the words were framed by the words of God. So that nothing that we see was made by from, by, from what is visible. Everything came from the invisible realm, including you. And that has not changed. Praise the Lord. And that's why when God will move you forward, where, from where you are to where you are going, even today, he gives you his word. So now we receive the word. And that was what I was saying last week. Like, look at it. See, when the word comes, where, 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 where does the fight come? The, the Lord gives his word. And many, is the common of those that yeah, accomplish it. Yeah, I publish it. That's right. So the word has come. Guess where the fight is going to come? It's, it's against the word. Every time God wants to move forward, every time God is giving you victory, every time you are getting healed, every time it comes through the word, it's what you know. And guess what the devil does? It comes from every angle to remove it. So the battle of your life is in your mind. And that's why we saw last week, two weeks ago, we were talking about the mind, or last week more than anything, the mind of Christ. Two weeks ago, we made it clear that whatever God does is permanent. He says, So the door that I open to you is permanent. Hello? And it is permanently open. I open to you permanently a door that is permanently open. Remember, we looked at it from the West translation. And then last week, we now take it to the mind of Christ in First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. Uh-huh. The world don't have that capacity. We do. Glory be to God in the highest. And that's why whatever you're going to become in life, you must first be in your mind. Hello, that's the truth. You must first become in your mind. I mean, let's settle it quickly, quickly. The day Mary was told that she would give birth without a man, it was a puzzle. But by the time it was spiritually explained that she got it, her mind received it. You know, how do you know her mind received it? That was why she could run. It was in her physical legs that ran, not her spirit. Her physical legs that ran, jumping to the house of Elizabeth. So she saw herself pregnant in the spirit. Her mind saw a pregnant woman. And that's why it happened. And that's why I'm saying to someone here today, the door is opened. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I'm probing your mind. I'm prodding with this word. I'm pounding your mind, as it were, by the grace of God. Did you hear me? By the Spirit of God. I'm breaking through something. Once you receive it, the door is opened. And why? What makes it open? Jesus Christ has died and resurrected. Once you can get that and know that no one can shut the door, something happens. Hello. Glory be to God in the highest. And that's why 2 Corinthians chapter 10 is very important. The weapons of our warfare are not what? It's not so much AK-47. AK-47 can kill the flesh. It can kill the minds of people. 
bekannt. Hallo? Aha. Uh-huh. So can cut people's head. It can cut the minds of people. And once the head is cut, why is the mind? Oh, you see, what you mean? The same you make is that you just got one person. There are so many minds. I take only one mind for God to work to work on everything. Just one. Just one Hitler almost overrun the whole world. God had to stop him. One Hitler. Something's been dreaming since he was nine years old. Hello. And that's why the attack comes there, because you have received it there. You see, you will not have an attack in your mind if you don't have a revelation. So the weapons of warfare are not kind of, they are mighty through God. Come on, to pulling down what? Come on, talk to me. To pulling down what? So the specialty of this weapon of our warfare is that they pull down. What is stronghold? Just read along the line, you get it, so you don't need to argue. Pulling down strongholds and doing what? Casting what down? Every what? Imagination. Come on. And everything, every height that seeks to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. Glory be to God in the highest. What knowledge of God in this case? For example, you are seeking your body and doctors are battling in it. And they say, by scripture healed. If that becomes revelation in your heart and your mind receives it, I say, doctors, we ask you, what did you do? There was once in my life, it was interesting. It was serious. It was serious. Uh, I did what everybody would do normally. And it became a trouble. I went to pluck a tooth. And for days, the blood will not stop. The blood just will not stop. <laughs> my whole pillow, I'm not exaggerating, when your whole pillow turns red, and I will sleep, get up to use the toilet, I think there's a big meat in my mouth. My blood will have clothed my mouth. I said, ah, so blood, man, she be a rabbi. I never knew. That is what I was saying. I said, so blood becomes like meat in your mouth. I never knew. I, ah. They did everything. They came to suture. They gave me vitamin K. Doctors, I don't know much. I think that stops blood. It didn't stop. The pastors became worried. A few of them were worried. First day, second day, third day. I said, ah, what a trouble is this? I was going to use the Louvre. I had a revelation. With things physical. Honest. Nothing extra. He said, do this and do this now before God and man. I'm not allowed to reveal it to you. But if I need to apply it, I'll apply it anywhere. And I stood there and I did it. The doctor just came after vitamin K, came back after the suture, said, I'll come back in two hours. I could see panic. So God said, what's wrong with you? Aren't you talking? I said, yes. He said, yeah. I'm God, I changed out. Can you do this now? I said, really? He said, yeah. I did it. Physically speaking. The blood stopped. No medicine. The doctor came back. I thought she would say it was because she did something. He said, no, 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 no. What did you do? I said, I'm not allowed to talk. He said, no, 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 what did you do? I tried to explain. He said, ah. He said, it is clean. It is dry. He said, what? That was her. She was like that. She walked out. He said, ah, what did you do? 
Ladies and gentlemen, I've seen such occasions in my life two, three times. The one that will not happen like that, he will show me that this is the gravity. And I will call, God bless our doctors in the house. I say, what does this mean? They say, hey, okay, let's do this. And what people will almost jump down from hell to heaven. What I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, this morning is this, the word of God has come. For us this year, and, and this is it, the door is open. And no man can shut it. Did you hear me? I say no man can shut it. I say no man can shut it. I say no man can shut it. I say no devil can shut it. I say the door is open. That's the word. How do you behave with it? First, the battle with your mind, your mind, your mind. But let me just quickly give you an example of how this thing is going to work and how it works in the kingdom by the grace of God. I don't claim to be an authority. I'm sure by now you know that I'm the one describing in Revelation chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. I'm sure you know that. You say, what do you mean by that? My strength is small. Not before the devil, but before my maker. Before the devil, he dare not. Before my maker, he knows my strength is small. Without his strength, I can't do it. And he knows I strive by his grace to keep his word. I try and he helps me. I'm confident the door is open. I'm confident no man can shut it. I don't know what that translates to in your life. I'm telling you that there are miracles available now. I'm addressing your attitude to life and to the word right now. Is somebody hearing me clearly? I don't know what has failed. Oh, I'm failed all over, all over, all over. Again and again in your life. The door is now in the name of Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Now, Jesus himself, I don't need to explain long. The Bible refers to him as what? The word. Is it not the word? He's the word of life. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Come on, church, are you here with me? The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. He is the word. The word came to the river Jordan, and God himself said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. So, God gave a word concerning the word. Come on, is somebody hearing me? And he picked it. That became, it was an affirmation. For him, it's not just a revelation. He knew who he was. But for those of us who were standing there hearing, I'm talking to those who were there in physical, it was, wow, it's a revelation of the fact that this is the Son of God. Because John has said, this is the Lamb of God that took away the sin of the whole world. So it was a revelation. Now, guess what he did with the revelation of the word? The Bible said he came out of the river and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. What happened with the word? The devil went after the word. When God gives you a word, the first thing you know that you call the, the word of God is the devil coming to attack that word. The Lord says that you are ahead, and the devil, everywhere you turn, starts to make you feel like a slave. If you believe it, you believe the lie. If you believe it, he has attacked your mind to receive what is not yours. You've let him steal from you because what you received was a rim. And see, let me give you an example of what happened in the wilderness. When he got into the wilderness, everywhere he turned was temptation. What is temptation? 
Temptation is temptation. Temptation is to make you sleep. To make you deny the reality and believe a lie. That's temptation. And everywhere he turned, the devil barraged him here and there, but he came out clean. It is written. What does that mean to you? The word is the word. I can't deviate from the word. It is written. It is written. It is written. So what do you do in the morning when it gets so bleak? Or in the night when it gets so bleak? Or when freshly it gets so bleak? Or when your head, when concerning your head gets so bleak? What do you do? It is written. What is written? The door is open. Which door? By stripes I am. If you believe a lie, you become a ball in the hand of the devil. It knocks you any way he wants. So he battles what you have received. He tells you you are a failure. If you take it, you run like a failure. He tells you you can't make it. If you take it, you run like you can't make it. He tells you your family is not caught, is not caught up for such blessings. Your family, can I tell you your real family? Your real family is the family of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't believe a lie. Don't take that from the devil. He's a liar. The door is open. You say, how do you say that? They said, your brother and sister are waiting here for you. He said, which my brother and my sister? But he, that hears my word and does it. Is somebody hearing me? So, you can see the battle with Jesus. All through his life, once we were told that he went away and he went and he prayed for the whole night. It was thereafter that he chose disciples. But you are the word. And you receive the word. What are you doing praying? Because with the prophecies that have gone over your life, Paul wrote to Timothy, First Timothy, he said, why good warfare? Now that you've received the revelation, you have a basis to believe God. That's the basis for faith. And what is faith? It's a fight. So it's called the fight of faith. So now that I've received the word, I am going to run with it this year. And again, what, what does that mean? The door is open and no man can shut in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. So you wake up in the night and thank God for open doors in the name of Jesus. Doors of wisdom, doors of honor, doors of favor, doors of victory, doors of protection, doors of provision. I say the door is open, doors of ministry. Come on. Doors of witnessing Christ, doors of his glory. The door is open and no man can shut in the name of Jesus. That's the word. And that's what to do with the word. When you receive the word of God, a word of God, a rhema from God, that's what to do with it. In the Garden of Gethsemane, even at the last minute, he was still praying. So how do you do? What do you do with the word? What's shaping your, your attitude? After you've gotten rhema. Hello, is somebody here with me? So to, to do good justice to this, I'll quickly just turn into the book of... Um, First Kings, I'm in chapter 18. I'll read quickly. It says, And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year. What came to Elijah? Come on, talk to me. Come on, talk. say it again. What came to Elijah? The word came to Elijah. Now listen, Elijah, some three years before, has, I mean, has stood up and said before Caleb, he said, as long as I live, and as long as the Lord liveth." There have been no rain in this land for the next three years. Elijah stood and said that, and it happened. So now three years has passed, and the word of the Lord came to Elijah. 
Now, what did Elijah do to stop the rain? He spoke. God honored what he said. What's happening here? The word of the Lord came to Elijah. That's a revelation. Glory be to God in the highest. And what did the word say? He said, go present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the earth. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab and there was a severe famine in Samaria. There was a severe famine. He caused it. Or rather, well, he brought it to be. And Ahab called uh, Abadiah, who was in charge of his house. Now Abadiah feared the Lord greatly. Amen. So let me just talk to you about Abadiah. You know, there's a book in the Bible called Abadiah. Have you ever read it before? Or you've seen it before? Some probably have never read it, but you saw it before. Okay. That means that Abadiah was a prophet. Hey, hello. If I was believed that when the widow went to Elisha, it was the widow of Obadiah. Some people believe that. Anyway, that's by the way. But see, Obadiah, this prophet, where, where, where did he live? He lived in the house of Ahab and Jezebel. Isn't that interesting? Today, people will say, how can he be a man of God living in the house of Jezebel? Shut up. You can't interpret the things of God with your kind of mind. That's the problem of our time. People know more than themselves. They were no more than God. But he was right there in the house of him. Is that not the wisdom of God? The Savior of Israel, I'm talking of the man Moses. Where did he grow up? This is Obadiah. His book is there. Your book is here to be here. Now, here this Obadiah. When Jezebel decided to massacre, and she massacred a lot of prophets, where was God when this was happened? Again, the wisdom of God, I don't know, I can't explain it. But those that were matters were matters. Pastor explained, is it not God? How come? He opened his eyes. Allowed, I don't know. When we get to heaven, we'll ask him. No, but that's the truth. If I tell you I know, God, even God will say, shut up, Taiwo. Shut up your mouth. Don't explain what you don't know. So, but what we tell will preach, if he has to preach, I say, trust God, he will protect you. That's what is here. That's what it is. But there will be matters. We will not bow their heads and they will rather get killed. Even when it comes to the issue of faith in the book of uh, in chapter 11, it says some prefer to die in faith rather than compromise a tiny little bit of what they have received from God. Go and read it. And they died. So this was Obadiah. So, verse 5. I mean, well, it was so tough. Verse 5. And Ahab said to Obadiah, go into the land. That's the master to servant. Go into um, the land to all springs of water and to all brooks, perhaps we may find grass. So even the king had to get on the road looking for water. Because everyone he has sent had come back to say, there is no water anywhere. Hello? There is no dollar anywhere. Very soon, dollar will appear. In Jesus' name. So even the king was walking to look for water. Send the servant, you go this way, I go this way. All right? Yeah. So they divided the land between themselves to exploit. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. Now, as Obadiah was on his way, suddenly Elijah met him. Aha. And he recognized him and fell on his face and said, Is that you, my lord Elijah? And he answered him, Is, is it Oh, it is I. Go tell your master, Elijah. 
I go to your master, Elijah is here. Oh, okay. Verse 9. So Abadah said, Have I sinned that you are delivering your servant into the hand of Ahab to kill me? What did I say? He said, Go to tell your master, go and tell Ahab that I'm here. Elijah said, I mean, Abadah said, This man, they killed Prophet so You are telling me to go and tell him that you are here. You that caused the trouble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As the Lord lives, as the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my master has not sent someone to hunt for you. God was hiding by the brook Kidram and then into Zarephath, but Ahab couldn't get him. I sent someone to hunt for you. And when they said he's not here, he took an oath, he swore against them. You are now telling me, he continued, and now you say, go tell your master, Elijah is here, verse 11, verse 12. And it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from you, that the Spirit of the Lord will carry you to a place that I do not know. So when I go and tell Ahab, and he cannot find you, he will kill me. But I, your servant, have feared the Lord for my life. So, see, I have feared God, I have kept his word. So why are you trying to set me up for death? You know, that's what he was saying. Was it not reported to my Lord what I did? He was telling him, ah, see what I did now. I hid hundreds of prophets. When my mistress, Jezebel, was killing them, I hid 50, 50 in two caves, and I fed them from the food from Jezebel's kitchen. God's wisdom. God's wisdom. Jezebel was killing them, and yet somebody in his household was keeping them and was using her food to feed them. Please be open to God. And do not be wise in your own wisdom. Okay. Then Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, I will surely present myself to him today. Verse 15. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. Then it happened when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said to him, Is that you, O troubler of Israel? But the time has come, ladies and gentlemen, that in your righteous standing, the, the, the God of this world and his agents will see you and say, man, this is a troubler of our time. Not because you are creating trouble for anybody, you are being who you are. You are being the light that God has made you. You are a city on a hill. You cannot be hidden. Yes, you are the light of the world. And where light comes, of course, darkness will be in trouble. It's just natural. And that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting better by the day. You understand what we're talking about? Glory be to God in the highest. And he said, I've not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have, have in, in that you are forsaking the commandment of the Lord. And, you know, from there, he now said, well, to prove it, call all the prophets you are following. Let them come and meet me on Mount Carmel. And then there was a contest on Mount Carmel, you know, the end of the result, or the end result. He slaughtered 450 of them or 460 of them. How many of them? Thereabout. And then thereafter, uh, 41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, 41. Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat, drink, for there is the sound of abundance. What led to that? He said, go show yourself up to, to Ahab. I will give the rings. Go show them. So when they met and they finished discussing, he said, let's deal with who you put your trust in. Which report do you believe? So these prophets came and he slaughtered them. He said, now, you know what? Go home and eat. There's rain. 
Can I tell you somebody here? Can I say to somebody categorically in the name of Jesus? I say, go and relax. The door is opened. In the name of Jesus. And no devil can shut this door in the name of Jesus. Let me say it again. I say, relax. Enter your rest. In the name of Jesus. The door is open. You say, why? Jesus said, see, I have set before you an open door which no devil can shut. But see what interests me in this story is that the moment he told Ahab, Ahab went home. The unbeliever, or rather the backsliding king, believed the word of God. The challenge of our time is that how much of this word that you hear that you believe, or you get to believe, how much of this word of God that comes to you as a rima do you really believe? If you were Elizabeth, do you think you would have agreed that there will be a child that year? Or Zechariah, would you have agreed? Fine, you are the I mean, Zechariah, you are the priest of God. You walk there every day and you'll be believing God for so many years. Now you are old, and now one angel is appearing and says that look, this is I'm visiting you and your child, your, your wife. Will you believe? That's what I'm talking about. The doctors have proven that it's impossible. Over the years you prayed, I mean everybody has prayed, and you've said, Hey, come on. But now the angel appeared and said, This is the word of the Lord. So the issue is not whether it's the angel or not, is that this is the word of the Lord. Will you believe? But because the career believed, something happened. Because Mary believed, something happened. Do you believe? And now because Ahab believed, even in his baptism state, because he believed, something happened. Do you believe? And what I'm talking about is that do you believe that the door is opened? You say, Why are you so sure, Pastor Simon? Because Jesus is the door. It's not to anything and everything that you will ever need in your life. And the door is opened. Do you believe? I'm expecting your miracles. And your testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Okay, fine. Then thereafter, what happened? What verse is that? Glory be to God in the highest. Mama shut up, brother, because in the river. So yeah, I went up, verse 42. And Elijah went up to the top of Camel, and there he bowed. Elijah went up and bowed down to the ground and put his face behind, between his knees. That's where I'm going. I just told you when Jesus was told the word, he prayed all through until he attained. The word was given the word, and he prayed all through to attain. Uh, how much, much? Less you and I. Elijah received the word. He told them, said, this is what will happen. And they began to move. Guess what? He went up the mountain. I used to wonder, what did he do? What did, did he do like this? Did he do like this? No, if he did like this, and did, no. He bowed. So he must be like this. He put his head between his knees. Where no one will see him. God has spoken he had given the directives. He went. Um, after a while, he said, go check. What am I saying? When Rima comes, you handle it with prayers. The prayer was a prayer based on the word. You know what Kenegin said? You come to me and say, pray for me, pastor. I say, what are you believing God for? You tell me. I say, what scripture are you standing on? None. 
How can you get anything? The prayer was based on the word. Number two, it was a personal prayer. Who was his prayer partner there? Revelation was personal. His prayer was personal. You can agree with someone, but we don't understand the gravity and the depth of what he was looking for, like he that received the word. You are responsible for your revelation. It wasn't like he wasn't used to public prayers. After what happened, Mankame was public. At least 460 prophets were there, and all those who believed in them were there. In the same chapter, he was alone praying. You see, I can come out here and shout, The door is open! What do I do behind the door, behind the closed doors? That's what gives strength to what I'm saying. Is somebody hearing me? That was how Jesus did it. It was a prayer marked by reverence. So when I turned to the devil, I said, the door is open. Will you get out of the way? No man can shut. But when I go to God, I said, thank you for grace. You are my strength. You know my strength is small. It's your strength. Help me. Reverence. But the devil, the door is open. Will you clear out of the road? My authority is against the devil. Will I, will I, will I wield authority against God? He is the source of the authority. People don't know that. God. No, 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 no. You can do that in reverence. But when it comes to challenging, you challenge the devil. It was a prayer fraught with reverence. If there's something that the church of today is beginning to throw away, reverence. I know why. Because there are no, we don't have much of devotion anymore. We have hypes and shows. All our messages are shown. Yes, sir. Excitement. Charismatic excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon. Come on. Tell them. Hallelujah. Hey. 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 There's nothing wrong with it. But let that translate to your devotion behind the doors at home alone. It was a precise prayer to the point. No beating around the bush or beating about the bush. It was like Blumber Timothy's prayers. What do you want me to do that I might decide my sight? Period. Well, this prayer, abundance. Abundance of rain. You told me that you are sending the rain. Rains. Really? Rain. Shakatana. Rain. That's what you did. You've done it. So I'm calling it to be. It's just. So in our case, what's the prayer? Open doors. Trouble in your family. Open doors in the name of Jesus. Your head. Open doors. Healing in the name of Jesus. Open doors. Whatever Jesus has concluded. Open doors. It was an intense prayer. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. James referred to this same prayer in the book of James chapter 5. It was the kind of prayer that no, it was alone, but hey, it was an artillery with reverence. Hallelujah. It was a prayer accompanied with watchfulness, expectation. That's why it was a prayer of faith. How? Shakatabarba. Hey, go and check. I can't see anything. Really? More rain. I to conclude, okay? Is it deal? Rain in the name of Ahab Tilali. Ahab has gone home to eat. Rain in Jesus' name. Go and check. Nothing. Okay. Rain, my baba. Rain. Go and check. So if it's your kidney, once you begin to pray healing, check. 
If there's no means of checking, when you leave, you go to those people say, check me. Why? Because I believed God and released my faith when the prayer was going, and I believed. That's the way you pray. Of what is the prayer when you are not, of prayer when you are not, when there's no faith, when there's no expect, expectation. We hear a lot of Jesus name, Jesus name in the church today, which with no power. In the name of Jesus, 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 Jesus. Excuse me. I would rather you give me just two Jesuses and let me see ground move. That's what Jesus Jesus is fear. It's fear, fear. Pastor, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hey, relax. In the name of Jesus. That's what we're talking about. Because at that name, every knee, not some, every must bow. So how are you pronouncing that name? Why are you calling that name? Anything you do out of fear will fail. It's not the name that fails, it's you. Let it be fervent. Let it be precise. Let it be a prayer of faith. The Bible says when you pray, believe that you receive. And you will have what you are asking God for. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. It was a prayer of perseverance. I wrote in the margin, in the Bible and here. I said, is that kind of prayer that <laughs> insistence on answer? He said, what do you mean? He went seven times. He didn't give up. Seven times. What if he didn't see a sign? By the seven times, he said, like the priest, I said, that's all right. In no time, everywhere was dark. Three years, there was no rain. Can I talk to somebody here? I remember the other time we were saying, they say in three days, in three weeks, in three The couple that came there, I said, yeah. oh, father, they had to straight away before he left here. So, so he said, why is he saying three hours? He said, you're kidding. He said, why he was living church? His phone rang, what he had been pursuing for years. He said, this can't be true, but it was true. That same week, he said, he came to he called me and said, believe, can you believe this? I don't know who you are. The doctors have written you off. Hello. Uh-huh. It's your turn. The door is open. In the name of Jesus, you are a woman. You are tired. Thank God, because it's your husband's understanding. The family has thrown you away. But now, <laughs> you are going to be their latest bride. In the name of Jesus. So he prayed and prayed and prayed. The Bible says seven times, perfection. What if it didn't happen seven times, it would have continued. There are certain prayers that you don't give up until the answer appears in the physical. Why? Because you know the answer has been given before you started praying. And that's how we approach every finished work of Christ. The answer is given before we started praying. So we pray for a manifestation. So this year, in the name of Jesus, let me say without mincing words, let the devils hear me. The Lord has opened the door. And in the name of Jesus, no devil can open. No emery. No emery. No sword. No missile. No amulet. No enchantment. In the name of Jesus, the door has opened. The door is opened. I said the door is opened. I said the door is opened. I said the door is opened. The door is opened. And no man can shut it. And no man can shut it. No man can shut it. The door is open. The door of favor. The door of understanding. The door of wisdom. The door of healing. The door of good health. The door of abundance. I said the door is open. 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 Conception. In the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tywood Dukoya, 
please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.